Welcome to Pictures of Grace, a Fraser 365 Advent devotional. My name is Chris Montgomery, senior pastor of Fraser Church, and I'm so glad you're on this Advent journey with us. May the Lord bless you today as we learn about His unmerited grace. Welcome to Day 12 of Pictures of Grace, an Advent daily devotional. Today's title is Waiting for Grace. W.T. Perkiser once said, Faith is more than thinking something is true. Faith is thinking something is true to the extent that we act on it. Today's text comes from Joshua chapter 2, verses 22 through 24. They departed and went into the hills and remained there three days until their pursuers returned. And the pursuers searched all along the way and found nothing. Then the two men returned. They came down from the hills and passed over and came to Joshua, the son of Nun, and they told him all that had happened to them. And they said to Joshua, Truly the Lord has given all the land into our hands, and also all the inhabitants of that land melt away because of us. The plan is in place, and now Rahab must be patient and obedient. Waiting is difficult for any follower of Christ. Add to this waiting the fear of destruction, and it is a recipe for complete dependence upon God. What do you do while you're waiting? Well, for Rahab, she keeps the scarlet cord clearly in sight and her faith in God strong in the midst of the fight. In his commentary on Joshua, Richard Hess gives a great comparison between Joshua and Rahab. In the story of Rahab, Joshua plays no role. It could easily have been omitted along with its later reference in chapter 6, verses 22 through 25, and the main plot of the book would not have been affected. However, the story moves the focus from Joshua to Rahab. If Joshua represents the Israelite male who finds guidance and success through faith in the Lord God, does Rahab represent his counterpart, the Canaanite female who also finds guidance and success through faith in the Lord God? In one of the most nationalistic books in the Hebrew Bible, does it not serve the purposes of the promise to Abraham that all peoples on earth will be blessed through you? To place side by side with the choice of a military leader and his initial preparations for battle, the story of a foreign woman who believed and was saved without arms or bloodshed. Only our God could set Joshua next to Rahab and make them both pictures of grace. Both of them had to grow in their faith through waiting times. Joshua had to wait years for his time to lead. Rahab to wait days for her city to be destroyed. But don't get confused and define waiting for grace as a passive break in your life. Neither Joshua nor Rahab pushed pause on their growing faith while they waited. In fact, listen to Dale Ralph Davis's enlightening words on this matter. He says, Here is the evidence of faith. Genuine faith never rests content with being convinced of the reality of God, but presses on to take refuge in God. Rahab not only must know the clear truth about God, but also must escape the coming wrath of God. It isn't just a matter of correct belief, but of desperate need. Saving faith is always like this. It never stops with brooding over the nature or activity of God, but always runs to take refuge under His wings. Amazingly, Rahab not only trembles before the terror of the Lord, but also senses that there might be mercy in this fearful God. What but the touch of Yahweh's hand could have created such faith in the heart of this pagan harlot? As Rahab waits for another display of God's grace, she takes refuge in him. If you looked up the definition of refuge, here is what you would find. A condition of being safe and sheltered from pursuit, danger, or trouble. 
That is the whole point of finding refuge in God. As you wait for deliverance, you actively pursue finding strength in His presence. Take some time today and meditate on the following verses found in Scripture about God as your refuge. Psalm 511 But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy and spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may exult in you. Psalm 16, 1. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. Psalm 32, 7. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. Psalm 36, 7. How precious is your steadfast love, O God! The children of mankind take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Psalm 62, 8. Trust in Him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. Psalm 73, 28. But for me it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. Psalm 91, 1-2 He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Just a quick journey through the Psalms will reveal your need to take refuge in Him. As you're waiting patiently for His grace, work passionately at finding refuge in Him. As you think about today's reading, reflect on the following questions. If your life was written in chapters like Scripture, what chapter are you in spiritually? Explain your answer. Are you currently waiting for His grace? If so, how are you waiting? In what specific and tangible ways can you take refuge in Him? What are your thoughts about the following quote by Richard S. Hess? For the Christian, Rahab's faith provides a model of one who believes in God's historic acts of redemption, whether the exodus of the Old Testament or the cross of the New Testament. Not only does she believe, but she confirms her faith, then acts upon it to preserve God's people and to advance God's kingdom. Heavenly Father, bless those who find themselves in a season of waiting. May they work passionately to find refuge in you. Amen.